0: i'm candace lewis and this is ms conversations with candy the podcast where people living with or affected by ms come together to talk vent laugh and possibly cry about everything ms so sit back relax and enjoy today's conversation Hello, 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 and welcome to MS Conversations with Candy. I know it's been a while, guys, since I have released an episode, but I am so excited to be here today with you guys. I am your host, Candice Lewis, and today I am speaking with Amy Hagan, who is a licensed psychological associate who specializes in pain management. Hi there, Amy. How are you?
1: I'm good, Candy. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. Thank you. First and foremost, just thank you so much for taking the time out to come and and have a conversation with me today. And I find it so interesting, Amy, when you initially reached out to me, I honestly was so intrigued about what you do because so many of us who are living with uh, multiple sclerosis experience pain, right? More specifically, nerve pain. Right. So, please explain to us and the rest of the listeners um, exactly what you do in the area of pain management.
1: So, um, pain management goes. Uh, we have a like eight session program where you know the patients come an hour a week, and um, we specifically talk about mindset and pain. Um, I teach and practice things outside of the medical community, things we can do for ourselves every day that um, make can reduce our pain and reduce the way we experience pain. Okay. Well, very
0: nice. So tell me, okay, I know that you are um, the psychological license associate. So what is the difference between you and a neurologist, maybe, or, uh, you know, an MD. Tell us exactly what you do that's different than, a, than an MD.
1: Okay, so what's different about this is, you know, my, my license, I'm licensed in psychology. So psychology itself in our practice doesn't have a whole lot to do with, like, the medical side of things per se. The doctor I work for, the clinical psychologist, um, he has a Ph.D., So, you know, I'm the next step underneath that. um, I function, I work for my doctor the way Mm -hmm. a medical PA would work for their doctor. Gotcha. The difference is I also have an independent practice license, which means if I wanted to, I could just branch off and practice all by myself.
0: Nice, nice. So talk to us about pain management.
1: Okay, so... uh, Your thoughts and your mindset are your biggest key to pain, especially with conditions that cause nerve pain. Um, There's a theory that I love called pain gate theory, which posits there are little gates all up and down your spine. Mm -hmm. And when the gates are open, pain signals rush to your brain with no resistance Things that keep the pain gate open are things that have a negative context or anything that makes you frown. Mm. Poor diet, lack of movement, an argument with somebody that you love, anxiety, depression, chronic pain. All of those things keep the pain gates open. But the good news is the things that close the pain gates are the positive things in your life? The things that do make you smile. Think about the last time you hugged someone you love and care about. For those few seconds, pain is not a part of your consciousness. All there is is that moment of happiness. Things that close the the pain gates. Good nutrition, mm-hmm. some movement, and a little bit of exercise as you're allowed. As, You wouldn't want to hurt yourself ever, but you know, a hug, holding hands with somebody that you love watching, you know, a loved one and their, and their small child, anything that makes you smile, things we do for ourselves, self-care wise, all of those things, close pain gates and make it really hard for the pain signals to even get to your brain.
0: You know, I really like that, and I know you and I had a, a separate conversation, and you mentioned the um, the 21-day challenge, right, the power of self-care. I did. I did. And, um, and when you are taking care of yourself, whether it's uh, nutritionally, mentally, physically, you know, it does make... Personally, it does make me feel better. So I hadn't thought about that. As you put it, the pain gates and, and those things that make us feel good and put a smile on our face will kind of keep the pain at, at bay. And I really like that. So personally, I do suffer with pain, um, with nerve pain. Now, my nerve pain is very intermittent. You know, every now and then I will have um nerve pain in my shoulder or in my my right hip flexor and like recently when I had the nerve pain in my right hip flexor it lasted for about a month oh my gosh and the shoulder went on you know probably for half a year you no know, last year so other than medication though what else can we do and i hear you with the the um the self care but mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of us, we're already on enough meds, right? Why? So what else can we do? You know, do we just practice those um, things that make us smile? But what else can we do?
1: So there are some other things that you can do for yourself that are going to help with pain. Um, One of those things is go over your thoughts about your pain. Okay. For example, if you get up in the morning and, you know, Start feeling that pain, and your first thought is, "This is going to be a high pain day." Guess what? You're going to have oh, a high, a
0: high pain, pain day.
1: day. If you have thoughts like, "Pain is going to take me out of myself," guess what? Your pain is going to take you out of yourself. So, the first thing I like to talk to people about is, you know, your thoughts about pain. You know, thoughts mm-hmm. move into feelings, feelings move into behaviors or (laughs) actions. That's how important what thoughts you're having about pain really and truly is. Um, Another thing, and this is going to link to 21 day challenge too. I'm excited about that. um, Another thing is relaxation breathing. When our pain starts to go up, your heart rate will increase. Your brain detects that increase in heart rate and alerts everybody. Fight, flight, pain, anxiety, depression. Everybody get ready. I don't know who's on deck, but someone is because... The, can you hear that heart beating faster? So the, you can turn that system off by reducing your heart rate, slowing it down. And we do that with relaxation breathing. So when can you I, give us a I learned, oh. yeah, when I learned this, I would keep my hand somewhere where I could feel my pulse. Okay. And do relaxation breathing until you feel your heartbeat start to slow. That's what turns all of that arousal that the increase in heart rate turned on. Slowing your heart rate will turn all of that mess off. And the best way to do that is relaxation breathing. You can do that. I've done it in restaurants. I've done it in my car. You know, I've done it on the job. Nobody has any idea, you know, that I'm trying to slow everything down so that my pain will go back down a little bit. People just mm-hmm. think you're doing some cleansing breaths.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, I like another that. thing is passive muscle relaxation. So now some patients will do passive muscle relaxation and it leads to like cramps and spasms. So if muscle cramps and muscle spasms are high on on your list of things that increase your pain, you might try this just a small bit at first, but um, you lay down and get comfortable and you start with your toes and you crinkle your toes up as tight as you can for three seconds and let go. Then you tense all your muscles up to the ankle and let those go. And then all the muscles up to the knee and let those go. So slowly, but surely all the way up top, you're tensing your muscles and relaxing, tensing and relaxing that will also help with pain. And I I recommend meditation, you know, getting in a good headspace with yourself is going to be very important on your pain journey.
0: Mm, i like that Mm -hmm. getting into a good headspace you know and there's so many um you know, there have, there's so many now when you're talking about um, finding your pulse so that you can, you know, kind of take deep breaths until your, your pulse comes back down or your heart rate comes back down. So many of us now have these smartwatches that'll tell us what our heart rate is.
1: Yes. I didn't you know, even think so about that.
0: Can, yeah. So we can look at Wonderful. our, our, we can already look down on our wrist and see where the heart rate is, especially when we are in pain. And if our heart rate is up and just take those deep breaths and, then when you talked about medication, meditation—I'm sorry—there are so many apps out there, you know, for that as well. You know, things. This we, we become such a technological society that we have so many different resources at our fingertips. So I, I don't, I can't recall. I know there's a, um, a calming app called Calm, and I, have I believe. Yeah, there's one called Headspace, Mm -hmm. you know, so all of those different resources we can use as we, um, you know, to try to um, manage our pain. And now that we know what to do, you know, you really shared some valuable information with us on that. Um, So, Amy, do you um, work with any or have you ever worked with any uh, patients who are living with multiple sclerosis?
1: I I have. And um, in about the past I would say this year, so like the past eight months, I've started to see more patients with MS. And the patients that are coming in are saying, I had no idea that mm-hmm. you know I should come and talk to somebody about my pain. And when my doctor suggested, you know, a therapist or a psychologist, you know, most people just recoil into their skin and want no mm-hmm. part of that. So, um, I think that the message is getting out from the patients I've seen this year, and I hope they're spreading the word that anyone with MS can come see me, any psychologist, a therapist or a counselor, just having somebody on your team can feel like a lot.
0: On your team, you just said something else very important because those of us living with MS, we definitely have a medical team that we work with, right? So we have someone else, or you know, someone else that we can add to our team as far as our uh, medical needs and another resource for us. Wow! So this has been pretty great. I love this conversation, Amy. So if too. people, yeah, so if people want to reach out to you, how can we contact you?
1: You can contact me um, at. Uh, Wellspring Psychological Services in Tyler, Texas. We have a website, the phone numbers, the emails, a link for appointments, all that thing, all those kind of things are on the website. And again, it's Wellspring Psychological Services.
0: Awesome. And so, what we will do, um, Amy, if you email that to me, I will add that. Uh, in the body of the show notes, so that when people go on to yeah, when they come on go on to the podcast, they'll see your information in the show notes, and they can click on that and be able to um, locate you and hopefully further the conversation. But this has been pretty good because again, so many of us uh, you know suffer from some type of um, pain. You know, some more than others. I wouldn't say that I'm at the chronic stage, but I do know people who are, and it's nerve pain. A lot of us suffer from spasticity. You know, so. There's just a lot that goes on in the body of a person who's living within this. So I thank you for sharing that information with us.
1: And Sounds like you're share- about
0: to say something else.
1: I wanted to share with you, Candy, that I have a chronic pain condition myself. So oh, wow. a lot of times, um, you know, when you hear people talking about pain things and this and that, you know, my, my patients have actually said, you don't know what it's like to have chronic pain. You don't know. I said, hey, sit down and let me tell you a little story. That's right. So that pain, here's a positive thing pain does for me. It connects me to the people that I want to help and that need some help. When you look at, so, you know, everybody's like, oh, I know how you feel. But I imagine people with MS, just like me, Mm -hmm. with my Mm -hmm. condition, were like, no, you don't. No, you absolutely don't. You don't have any clue what it feels like to live inside this body, Right. So, just to have somebody that says, "I know," and you know they do makes a monumental difference, and I try to stand in that gap.
0: I love that, and you're absolutely right. you know we you never know like just from looking at you, of course. I never would know that, and people say that to me all the time. Well, you don't look like you have MS. No, you don't look sick. like you're sick. Yeah, we mm-hmm. we get that all the time. But you, it is wonderful to know that. You know, as you talking as you talk to us about um, pain management, these are not just things that you teach. These are things that you walk in. You use your your pain to really um, fuel your passion for helping others who are also living with pain. And I thank you for that. Thank you for sharing your story. Oh, absolutely. So again, thank you again so much, Amy, for having this conversation with me today. Um, I just want to thank everyone for taking the time to listen to this conversation with me and Amy. If you have heard something today. Oh, absolutely. If you've heard something today that you liked and you can relate to, please share this podcast with your friends and family. Don't forget to reach out to me if you're ready to share your story or if you have any ideas for a topic that you would like to hear a conversation about. And don't forget, I will also um, include Amy's um, contact information in the show notes. And make sure that you follow or subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss a single episode. Until next time, take care and God bless. God bless. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation. To contact me, visit my website at www.conversationswithcandy.com. You can leave me a written message or a voicemail. To support this podcast and keep the conversation going, please click the link to buy me a coffee or PayPal. You can scroll down to the podcast notes to find these links.